Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? Episode 97. 97? 97! (laughs) We are almost at 100. I cannot wait to do this movie because I kind of want to say, like, fuck you to everyone who kind of put it out there that this movie is, like, subpar and trashy because it's really fucking good. (laughs) I, um... We're doing wild things, by the way. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, I had, um, I had heard of the infamous scene that that apparently just was life-changing on multiple levels for teenage boys in in, in the late 90s and i knew nothing about the plot or the story at all going into this movie and um i loved it (laughs) oh i'm so glad i popped your wild things cherry because (laughs) this was one of those movies that i feel like you only heard about this threesome scene like that's the one thing that you heard about and it's really underwhelming by today's standards um i think I, I I think I remembered it being a bit more salacious, but I guess back in '98, it it was like for a mainstream type film with a mainstream cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty like, whoa, this is crazy. But nowadays, I'm like, why don't we talk about like the full frontal Kevin Bacon scene? That was a yeah. lot more shocking than the threesome. <laughs> How is that not like a bigger? headline (laughs) right like why was that not the quote on the front of the dvd (laughs) like (laughs) like you actually see kevin kevin bacon in the shower and there are a lot of layers to that which we'll get into (laughs) but um but yeah so we're doing wild things the infamous wild things that one that spawned i think three sequels that went straight to video Wow. Um, but we're just talking about the first and only, as far as I'm concerned. Um, directed by John McNaughton. Definitely a man, if you can't tell. Obviously. <laughs> In this whole movie. It was released March 20th of 1998. So okay. what are your first impressions or already kind of what you just said that you'd heard of? So it was released when we were sort of like coming at the end of ninth grade. So, um, not coming literally, that was a really weird phrase. I, I, like, ninth grade, ninth grade was ending. I, yeah. I, Welcome to the podcast <laughs> yet again. We are in salacious Florida and uh, sex abound. I did not mean that in any explosive way whatsoever. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god, and we totally we're gonna get into like probably the most famous like quote in the whole fucking movie that they have to repeat like over and over again like what did he say what did he say <laughs> it's like oh god we'll, we'll get there but um yeah ninth grade that was um, i was watching like can't hardly wait <laughs> yeah i i i feel i i feel like this was a movie that like kind of came in a release like or came and left <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so funny <laughs> Oh gosh! It wow, came and went without like me without making like too much noise or that I remember at the time. But I feel like like it started to get like some traction like when VH1 was doing those like countdowns, you know? Oh yeah, of like you know you know like the best of 1998. Da-na-na-na. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um like two girls kissing in a pool whoa yeah one of them has her top on and one of them doesn't (laughs) which is so weird (laughs) i actually actually didn't realize that those were two separate scenes i like i i I thought like it was just like all like one long 
you know, menage a trois. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it was not. It was a very, like, I feel like it was very, like, cut short the first uh, threesome. Yeah. I, um, it was do, weird. I do have to give Denise Richards props for going, like, fully nude. I love um, her. Like not I... using a stunt double. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I looked like that, I would too. Yeah. It's like, um, the fuck not? And I feel like I don't, like, give her enough credit because, like, she is in, like, like probably two of my favorite 90s movies, which are Starship Troopers and Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> I was going to say Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Starship Troopers. It's like good. not fully. Not That's yeah. Casper Van Diem, right? Yeah. It's, what um, happened to him? Um, he, well, he made Tarzan shortly after that, which, um, you know, I guess there's your answer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, um, I think that they, I, I don't believe he appeared in the Starship Troopers sequel, but he did appear in in the third one, like, like, uh, you know, uh, revising his, his character. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Denise Richards famously married Charlie Sheen. Yes. Which I guess we could stop there. But also she's on, or she was on the like two seasons past of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, um, so that was pretty cool. And she told a lot of crazy stories about Charlie Sheen. Oh, really? So that was interesting. And the fact <laughs> that they have like twin girls is just kind of nuts. Did she but, get remarried after they got divorced? Yes. She Did? just okay. recently got remarried. Like on the show, she got married again. Okay. And uh, she has, I think she has twins with Charlie Sheen. And then she adopted a younger girl. Okay. Yeah. So she's. I really like Denise. Like in real life, I I think she's. I, I love that when I say Denise because when I think of her as Denise, I think of her as on the show. Yeah. When they like just call her Denise, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's Denise Richards. I um, remember really watching like one of these like VH1 recap shows, and they like had this. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was like a child reporter who was like. 11 or 12 years old and his job was, was basically to ask like really offensive questions on, 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 on like the red, red carpet. Oh my God. And, um, he, and like, he was talking to Den- Den- Denise and he like, um, she was like promoting some movie. I'm not sure what, what it was, but he like asked her with a straight face. So how did it feel to play someone smart? <gasps> and oh my god! And it went right over her head, like, <gasps> like completely. Oh my god! Like, it's like I don't know. It was fine, I guess. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh wow, she's like she's she's. You know what I would say? She's the Megan Fox of the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she was the girl that like was just like this vixen. She was super hot. Mm-hmm. Like she was kind of like the prototype Maxim girl, like yeah. the Maxim covers and like all those men's magazines. Like she was just that girl that guys loved and girls were like, Oh my God, she's really cool. She's, but she was like the sexy version of like Cameron Diaz. Like, yeah, she, yeah. She was not like so funny and awkward. She was just like super vampy, like vampy vixeny. Mm-hmm. you know, like that was her vibe. Um, I like her. She's kind of like Rose McGowan too. Yeah. The way, yeah, that, yeah. The way that they kind of, put rose mcgowan in roles i don't want to say that that's the way she wanted to be mm-hmm. uh cast because i guess we know now that it was kind of i guess they kind of purposefully put her in different kind of roles like that but denise i don't has she ever done anything dramatic um, like a really dramatic role that's just she's in a lot of like christmas movies now is she okay i I, mm-hmm. can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head um my like 
I, um, there is a scene from Drop Dead Gorgeous that just cracks me up every time when <laughs> she's like dancing, when <laughs> she's dancing on, on, on the stage with like a Jesus on a cross and oh it's like on wheels and they're doing this full like hair skating kind of like rolling oh my, across it's the so stage. Funny. Oh my god, it's it, it's hilarious. That's total. Um, that's totally one we have to do. <laughs> like, oh, she's in a Bond movie. The oh, world is not okay. enough from '99. So she's in like, and she's in soaps. Was that when Pierce Brosnan was still Bond? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. And she's in Valentine, oh. that movie that I want to do that I haven't yeah, yeah, seen yeah. with Angel. And oh, that's right. She's in Love Actually. Okay. Okay. And she's in like Scary Movie Three. She's actually in a lot. They're okay. they're smaller films, but she actually is in a lot. And I really I really like her. She's in like a Lifetime film called film called The Secret Lives of Cheerleaders. Which is really good. Like, yeah, she's just, yeah, I like her. I think she's, I think she's cool. Yeah. I, I can't I, believe she was married to Charlie Sheen for four years. I, um, yeah, God, that sounds horrifying. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I, I mean, I mean, you know, talk about giving someone a humanitarian award. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, wow, that's insane. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's your first impression. Though. Yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. was your first impression, really. Yeah. Um, let's see for me again, like everyone knew about the threesome scene. I think I saw, you know what I remember? I remember when, remember when they would have those award shows in like the late nineties on like, they'd have like the MTV movie awards and they had like Nev Campbell and Denise Richards, like come out yeah. to promote like, or to like announce the award or something. And they're like from wild things, Denise Richards and Nev Campbell. And then they would like walk out and everyone would think they're about to like make out or something. <laughs> and they're just like, Hey, remember when we were in a pool? That's just like this next group of nominees. Like, it's just, like so, <laughs> it was just like so cheesy. Like who wrote this copy? Like you would just see them around. I remember seeing the ads on, you know, on TV, like when it was coming out and like the way the trailer was cut was really like, like racy and like whoa yeah like, almost like fear like this was this is another erotic thriller very much in the realm of fear mm-hmm. and you know like teen love and kind not really teen love because they're supposed to be 18 but i think nev campbell was 25 and denise was 27 oh, when this okay. was actually filmed so they definitely don't look like high schoolers yeah like at all but um, yeah, so I've seen this. I saw parts of it one time. Then I saw it once all the way through. And then this is like the second full watch I've done. Okay. So yeah, cool. so, I've, so I haven't seen it a ton. Um, I just wrote like, this is a very like, un- it's a noir. It's like a neo-noir type film. Yeah, it sort of reminds me of that movie like Body Heat that came out in like the early 80s with like Kathleen um, Turner and William Hurt. Um, oh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. It's um, just, you know, kind of like a very erotic, steamy, you know, like noir thriller. And, nice. you know, and you can tell that it's, they're like filmed in very hot environments where it's super sweaty. And, you know, people are like always like unbuttoning their collars and like speaking in breathy voices, you know. It's <laughs> so, like diabolique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said it right again. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a whole little block earlier. Uh, I think it's in like the 70s episodes where we did like um, Basic Instinct and Sliver and Queen Sharon Stone just all day and night. Oh, so love her. Love, love her. She literally can do no wrong. Um, so yeah, that's that's my first impression. Not too much. Uh, the cast rundown is Kevin Bacon, Matt Dillon, Nev Campbell, Denise Richards, Teresa Russell, Daphne Rubin Vega, Robert Wagner. Uh, I.e. the guy who killed Natalie Wood. 
Allegedly, something Allegedly. weird. Something weird was happening there. Um, and Christopher yeah. Walken, please tell us he was also on the boat that night. I know. What was the deal with that? <laughs> yeah, so, I was gonna say uh, we. There are a few documentaries out there. I need to actually make it a point to watch one because I want to know like the full. Like my mom has kind of made some like when she sees Robert Wagner, she's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Christopher Walken. Well, she's like, he knows something. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. I. Well, I thought the FBI had reopened their investigation and said he was a person of interest. They didn't go mm-hmm. far as to call him a suspect, but they said mm-hmm. he, they were looking at his story, like, again. So, and then we didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, that's it, you know? So it's like, I, I imagine that's where, like, you know, those high-priced lawyers came in and probably squashed it. Yeah, like, but, shut that down. Yeah. But I, I want to know, because it's very strange that she, like, went swimming, quote-unquote. Because... She, she, they had all been drinking, right? And I think so. I think Christopher Walken and Allie Wood were going to be in a film together, and I think that's oh. why he was there. Okay, but I think she was, I think she was married to Robert Wagner twice. Oh, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm sorry, we're getting off on a tangent of like old Hollywood, but if Robert Wagner was in Austin Powers <laughs> in the first Austin Powers, I'm trying to think of other like ways that you would know him um he's the lawyer or like kind of like a side lawyer in this story yeah um for the what whatever the kelly's family i forgot her last name van something van ryan van ryan that's it um so yeah he's like on the outskirts which is he's just weird like he's just like a weird presence anyway bill murray oddly enough i was like i told charles i was like texting him i was like throughout this film i'm like is bill murray lost like why is he in this this is so weird i mean it's cool like he's good in it but it no, just seems is. like a very like different type of movie than he would be in but i mean maybe funny. he went to go film garfield and ended up on the wrong stage you know <laughs> god before he did a fucking wes anderson movie oh, god, you know what I went, you know, last weekend I went to go see the eyes of Tammy Faye at Bethesda Row, and they, which which was an amazing movie, and I loved it. But they like showed a trailer for the French Dispatch, and I was like, oh god, it's starting. (laughs) Yeah, it is. There's some. I looked at Adrian Brody's uh, IMDb profile, and like one of the things he has coming up is like untitled Wes Anderson project. I was like, (sighs) you just did one. Why are you doing another one? No. You're better than this. You're better than this. Also, uh, Jeff Perry, who is Mr. What's his name in my so-called life? Uh, Katimsky. Oh, right, 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 right. I the, think is that guy, his name? The guidance counselor, right? Uh, no, the English or drama teacher that Ricky eventually moves in with. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who's actually gay? Right. Sorry okay. if I ruined uh, my so-called life plot line, but it's been out for 27 years, so <laughs> you should have time to catch up. Uh, speaking of my so-called life, we are doing that on Patreon, so sign up, <laughs> patreon.com slash fashion grudge. We are, uh, I think, six episodes in so far, and we have all the freaks and geeks on there, and we're going to do some more. Uh, maybe we'll do like a spooky, oh, I want to do like, we should do Psycho. for patreon for october uh i was just talking to charles off air about what we're planning for october so i haven't completely locked down the list yet but we have some fun things coming gonna do some spooky movies next month so that should be exciting uh yeah so behind the scenes you did you get anything what you got what you got so 
I, 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 I hate to ruin it for you, Lauren, but this movie was not nominated for any Oscars. A travesty. However, it was nominated for an MTV Movie Award for the, the category Best Kiss. And oh, did they win? The other nominees were oh, God. Dominique Swain and Jeremy Irons for Lolita. I have not seen Lolita because I'm freaked out. But I is it too. something we like? Is it something? Is it like? Let us know. Is it required viewing? I mean, like, I, I mean, everyone. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm a little scared to start, but everyone keeps saying that like the novel is like amazing. So I started I mean, the novel and I couldn't. Oh, yeah, I still have it if you want to okay. borrow it because it's like someone gave it to me, so I can just keep passing it around. But, but I was like, uh, I think it's because I know the connotation around it that I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to read this. this yeah, is really weird. But I do like Dominique Swain, and I really like Jeremy Irons, and yeah, I was I like, too. it can't be that explicit, right? It's like ninety seven. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I don't know what the actual story is. So, I mean, I I just know it's like this guy who finds himself attracted to like twelve year old girl, and it's like yeah, he's like, it's more. I think it's it's an attraction, but he's like completely like enthralled by her. It's like a deeper, weirder level of just. I don't think it's so much physical. It, I mean, it is physical, I think, which is strange. But I feel like if we saw the crush, can't we watch this? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, it was written. I mean, the novel was written by someone who was Russian, so it can't be all bad. Right. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> but also, actually, the crush was the other way around. It was the girl, yeah. not yeah. the guy. Because, you know, that is a bit more uh, sketchy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go on. That was that was um, the category. Okay. So the other nominees were um, Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney for the movie Out of Sight. Another one I want to do. Um, ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz for There's Something About Mary. Okay. And they all lost to <sighs> Joseph Fiennes and Gwyneth Paltrow for Shakespeare in Love. What? <laughs> this is Weinstein's doing. I know I know, it. right? Because that's when she won the fucking Oscar. I know. I, I, I was like, how... No, explain to me how you beat out like Kate Blanchett for Elizabeth. Like, just you know, I don't, I, I don't it's un- not, understand. It like, doesn't make any sense. Like, it really doesn't make any sense at all. I know. Um, anyway, um, Rotten Tomato scores. Um, cr- um, interestingly, uh, the critics score have a um, higher score than the audience score. Really? Um, cr- critics have this at sixty three percent. Audience at fifty three percent. That's really high. Yeah, I know, right? Compared to some films that are like really low, like in the teens that we've done before. I mean, that I'm, I'm just like, what? I'm talking, I, I'm specifically talking about why Son in Law only had like a 4%. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? A classic. <laughs> Holly Shore, National Treasure, should be on the flag. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> literally be on the flag. Um, so apparently production came across an actual body while they were filming. Um, Dude, I heard about that. <laughs> um, and apparently they notified the police, but they didn't remove the body until after they were done finishing the scene. <laughs> so. oh, that is just so, I mean, not to be like funny about that, but that is pretty like funny. 
Like, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we saw it. Can you just anchor it to that dock? We got to get this shot right now. <laughs> really got to get this shot right now. I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing you can do now. So just move it out of the way and forget about the evidence and the degradation of the, of the like, you know, what is it? Like decomp. We don't yeah. worry about that because like we might be able to find some evidence, but no, forget it. Oh, they're filming wild things. Oh, they are? Okay. We'll just like move <laughs> that. Um, that sort of reminds me of this time when after I graduated from college, I was living with my mom in Alabama. And it's gonna be good, folks. <laughs> um, and we had a cat named Phoebe who was a very, you know, beautiful brown tabby. And um, you know, Phoebe was a cat, which means she was also a super predator. So um, like um she like I think she did like some hunting back when she lived up here, but as soon as she got down south, she like just let loose, and so really? dead animals were showing up everywhere. <gasps> and so I was watching TV one day and I had the door open to, to, to the backyard and Phoebe would just kind of come in, go out at, you know, like at her leisure. And I was watching TV and she walks in carrying a limp chipmunk in her <gasps> mouth. And my reaction was, I didn't see anything. I'm just going <laughs> to keep watching TV. As oh nothing. Oh um, that was until a few seconds later when the chipmunk regained consciousness and ran back into the, the living room. Oh my so, God. So did she chase it? She did. And um, she chased it around the house for a few minutes. I was chasing after her. And then the chipmunk eventually ran underneath our stove and wouldn't leave <laughs> and so, so what happened well we um put some breadcrumbs out for him and we called him fred <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> oh my god so i honestly don't know if he ever made it outside or not but i was gonna say did he ever you ever saw him again that was I, it i mean he would sort of like you know like come out i, I like go into the kitchen i'd see him you know like peek out from underneath the stove and I'd be like hey buddy and he'd be like nah! and like dark heck underneath the stove so oh my god so i i'm i'd like to believe he m- made it out and went back to his normal life but i i don't know <laughs> oh my gosh pour one out for fred <laughs> fred the chipmunk oh um and um on a to- totally off off topic i have been obsessed watching old music videos or clips from from Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Wait, the show or like the Chipmunk Adventure film like, that is amazing. Like the show, and specifically, I had this like urge the other day to like listen to the Chipettes perform "Material Girl" by madonna <laughs> oh my god are you also wondering why a grown single man has like three at like young uh? chipmunks living in his house it uh it raises some questions i'm not gonna lie (laughs) it's very weird like it's very very weird um i mean but like dave is supposed to be a songwriter right so how can you afford that house like it's huge i know i know like was it inherited did his whole family die in like a crash and he just like lives in the family house and where do these chipmunks come from i know right like i mean i I feel like there's like an origin episode. It's like somewhere, but I'm not sure. And it um, probably makes no sense. I know. <laughs> like at all. And like, what was the Chipette story? Because there was that thing where they were living in, where they didn't have any parents and they were living in a tree house by themselves. But then they got busted and had to move in with like the old lady next door. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> um, what's her name? Miss M- Miller or something. Isn't he Dave Miller? 
I thought he was Dave Seville and she was Miss oh, Miller. Oh, Seville. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, it is Miller. <laughs> yeah, she drives that crazy car. Yeah. She's that yeah, big, yeah. like, pink Cadillac or something. Oh, man. So good. The Chipmunk Adventure is literally, it was robbed. It should have been Best Picture in, like, the 80s. Oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> that soundtrack um... is so good. <laughs> so good. I, I, I am t- I'm telling you, hearing Britney from the Chipettes perform Material Girl was, like, life-changing. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. They're, like, pretty, like, they're on par. I'm pretty sure Britney Spears takes some cues from the Chipettes. Yeah, I know, right? They were performers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they brought it the house down. They're, like, so good. They're so 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 good all of them were oh yeah eleanor eleanor jeanette (laughs) oh yeah jeanette um chipmunks and then um i have a couple last um things just some just some minor casting notes um excuse me um robert downing jr was cast for the role of sam but i think he turned it down and then do you know why I don't, I, I don't know. I read that it was a liability issue because he was just newly sober. Oh. And they thought that like, this would be kind of like, it might be kind of a trigger. Yeah. So I think they didn't want to take the chance on having him like, you know, something happen and, you know, it be on, like, be on their heads, I guess, essentially. Yeah. Sounds fair. But yeah. It makes sense. Um, and finally, apparently, Tara Reid auditioned for the role of Kelly. <laughs> oh, poor Tara Reid. I mean, I actually like Tara Reid. Do you remember that show she had called, like, Wild? It was, like, Wild On. Are you, are she you, would get tanked all over the fucking world. Was, just... was that different from Terradice? Um, I think it was the first iteration of Terradice, and then the name got changed. But it's, like, I the see. same thing. It okay. was, like, the same kind of vibe where she okay. was just literally, like, it was almost like Girls Gone Wild, but, like, with Tara Reid. <laughs> like, and she was just going to bars and, like, kind of telling you, like, where you could drink everywhere. It was kind of amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was on E, back when E was, like, very low low bar. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was before, like, the Kardashians and all that shit was on there, and it became, like, a, quote, respectable channel. But back in the day, it was, like, all, it was, like, Bravo. Yeah. Bravo was a hot mess too. So yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, it was so <laughs> great. There were so many great shows on back then. Yeah. Anything else you got? Uh, no, that's it. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So <laughs> this is kind of funny. Apparently Kevin Bacon notoriously has a no nudity clause, meaning like frontal nudity, I guess. Cause I don't think rear is even considered nudity really, but yeah. But um, in his case, when they did the, like infamous kind of shower situation, which wasn't really a situation. Apparently there was a scene cut where Matt Dillon and Kevin Bacon were showering together, which is near towards the end of the film. But the director thought to cut it because they thought it was too like gratuitous. Uh, I need to have a conversation with this director because that would have made even more sense yeah, yeah. If no, we I saw that in the story. Like, I don't think it it would be gratuitous at all. You literally had two girls making out that we come to find out are like a related. Yeah. <laughs> uh, later on, but like, but uh, but I guess that's okay. <laughs> but I guess this is not. I, I don't really get it. This is ninety eight. Like, you know, it's not crazy. But in any case. So anyway, during this scene, Kevin Bacon's in the shower. You see him from the back. It's kind of foggy. And Matt Dillon, like, opens the door. And he goes and gives him a towel. And he just, like, straight turns around and, like, full frontal. Was not prepared for this moment. Apparently, 
when it was shot, I think the director was like, oh, no, it's cool. Like, we don't see anything. It's not going to be a big deal. And then when it came out, that's like what everyone was talking about. (laughs) And he was kind of like, fucking A. But he's also a producer on the film. So he was like, there was kind of nothing I could do. It's like I would sue myself. (laughs) because like (laughs) what would I do so he was like whatever so then I think in 04 he ended up doing this like really funny PSA to like encourage more male celebrities and more male actors to do (laughs) frontal scenes I guess it became like you know whatever but I find that really funny that it was like kind of a mistake um (laughs) so Nev Campbell Denise Richards and Matt Dillon got slightly drunk on tequila before their three-way filming which Good i thought them. Was, yeah which is <laughs> i mean yeah why wouldn't why wouldn't you right like i think that's pretty funny um and also nev campbell oddly enough in this in this whole movie who i think of i really in this whole film think of her as like a goth sydney prescott mm. um which i think she always will be to me but the reason why in all these love scenes you're just like why is she wearing clothes like, it's just yeah. weird that Denise is like, strip! <laughs> and <laughs> Nev Campbell's like awkwardly like standing around, but with a tank top. And then you see her from the back. There is a reason. It's because she was still under contract with Party of Five oh, at the time. Sense. And we could not have that, which makes sense. It's a network show. Yeah. And uh, she eventually did do, I think, a nude scene later on in like 08 or 04 in a film. So she has done it in the past. But um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> on that yeah I found that kind of funny. <laughs> and the budget for this film was 20 million dollars and i got two conflicting notes on the box office on wikipedia it says it made 67.2 huh. which is weird but on imdb it says it made 30 so i'm wondering if 67 is like worldwide or maybe that includes uh like dvds or like yeah. tapes but huh. i'm sure most of those were men <laughs> Like, yeah. for sure. Like, it has <laughs> to be, right? Um, cool. All right. So let's get into the fashion. Okay. Uh, Kimberly A. Tillman is the costume director on this one. Do you have any notes on I this? I do. Um, it's actually pretty good. It's underrated. Yeah, it seemed very, like, beachy casual, which is mm-hmm. sort of my favorite kind, you know. And, you know, they just did it with the show White Lotus. Which, um, oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> um that fucking theme song. I love it. Um, so I love um, Denise Richard. Um, uh, I love uh, Kelly's outfit um, in like the opening scene when like they go into the assembly and she's wearing that like uh, it's it's like a short sleeve like kind of baby blue kind of top. I think mm-hmm. wearing like uh, it's like. I think it's like pants that like come down to like your ankles or something. Yeah, they're floral. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're really cool. Um, and then I really liked her friend's dress, who was sitting next to her, um, which was like a, it was it was like a white dress with like a floral pattern. Um, She's the girl they do the car wash with, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Um, I love their I love their cheer cheer cheerleading outfits, and I had the phrase the buccaneers are number one and don't you forget it um (laughs) you know it's pretty good um i love um i'm not sure i can't uh, i can't remember when this um (laughs) sorry um um (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I um, love Matt Dillon's sort of like um, like short sleeve kind of like floral button down that he's wearing when he's on the airboat. Um, oh, I know, right? I love all of his boat outfits. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, do 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 do. Let's see. I wrote. Um, oh, I loved. Um, I love Denise Richards. I love uh, Denise Richard um, Kelly's mom's court courtroom outfit on the first day when she's wearing like the yellow suit and 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 the and the hat. Yes, and the reporter outside had the yellow suit on too. Oh, really? Work. Yeah, very oh. uh, Gail Weathers scream. Yeah, <laughs> she had that neon one. Hers was more like a highlighter in um, in Scream, the one where she gets. Uh, no, it's after she got punched. That's where right, like Nev right. Campbell's like walking towards her. Yeah, she's like, um, hold it right there. <laughs> and then I love um, Matt uh, Matt Dillon's um, shirt again that he's wearing on the boat at the end of the movie when the big reveal is revealed. I just so. realized that Matt Dillon's super hot. <laughs> he really is. Like uh, and Kevin Bacon. Like, couldn't we have gotten some? Like, he's just really hot. And, you know, I mean, Denise Richards reminds me of Rebecca Gayhart. I know. And it's not fair because the straights got that goddamn menage a trois scene. What about us? Right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm straight and I want that shower uh, Kevin Bacon <laughs> fucking <laughs> that scene too. Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon. Like, come on. Like, what's what's the deal? Also, it was like the most awkward threesome in history. I have notes. I have I have <laughs> notes on like that threesome, but but yeah, <laughs> more on the more on the fashion. I like him in red too. Matt Dillon has a red polo on at one point. And I was like, ooh, red. Um he looks good in red. Oh, and then I love the um in interaction when um Mr. Lombardo is giving Kelly and that guy a ride and they stop to ask um Susie for a ride. And Denise Richard says Jesus, where did you get those shoes? Whores for less? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's such a, like, bad, good actor. She, she's like yeah it's like it's really you can't tell if it's really cheesy or like the acting is like kind of bad in it but it's still really good yeah just, um yeah, oh really and then um i also made a note um and that i underlined at least three times matt dylan in in a tank top with with a facial bruises so oh, oof. <laughs> yeah so okay i'm done oh sweet okay <laughs> I have a few notes for fashion. Um, as I said earlier, that Sydney Prescott in goth era is Susie, which yes. is Neff Campbell. I love the red hair, which is very reminiscent of Gail Weathers in Scream 2. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. has those, like, streaks. <laughs> I wrote Gail, Scream 2. Um, I love Kelly when she is getting the ride in the beginning from uh, Mr. Lombardo, and she has those white shades on. They're like oh, the yeah. Kurt Cobain shades. They're, mm -hmm. like oval and you know, i know they're obviously not kurt cobain they're probably like jackie o it's yeah. more of like a jackie o uh thing i also love when she wears preppy shoulder sweaters when she's doing the what is that skeet shooting mm -hmm. she's shooting outside of her house and she has that you know the preppy sweater where you tie the sleeves over your yes. shoulders yes and she has on a really cool like dress i love that my favorite outfit ever that she wears is when um sam is leaving the school and everyone's lined up in in the school hallway somewhere and sam's leaving because he's gotten the settlement and she throws shit at him yeah, yeah. i can't believe this she has amazing plaid pants and she has this black shirt with this massive white collar it's so cool like her outfit um, is so cool there 
I uh for that scene, I sp- I specifically wrote I want the f- I-, I want the phrase I hate you. I hope you fucking die to be my next ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, right? It's so good. Um, and then also Kelly when she's at the motel when the threesome's happening, you see her shoes several times, and they're so cool. They're like black and white saddle shoes with a buckle. And she oh. also has like little socks with like lace or like lace trim. Like I love shoes, so I always notice the shoes yeah. are really cool. I like Susie's tie-dye tank top when she gets quote unquote killed. Oh. Um, it's really cool. And she has on these jeans that have writing all over them. Like I used to write on my jeans mm-hmm. and they just look really dope. I really love that. <laughs> I wrote boys on the boats. I love the <laughs> printed shirts that Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon wear when they're on the sailboat at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kevin Bacon has a cool, like, white and blue one that has little, like, swordfish on it. And then I think Matt Dillon's is a, a picture of a boat. And it's blue and a bunch of different colors. I really like it. And I like the lady cop at the end. She has this floral sleeveless top Ooh, with yeah. um, these jeans. Like, it's very reminiscent of, like, what I used to wear in, like, the, the late 90s. So it's very cool. Love that. I, really good fashion, I have to say. Do not yeah, overlook yeah. the fashion in this one. It's It's really good. Uh, okay, so for music, do you have any standouts? There are a few in here. Um, I um, did think it was super cool that George Clinton did the soundtrack. Is that the same one? I actually don't know. I <laughs> I, I wonder if it, I don't think it is. Let me see. George S. Clinton. Okay. No, it, no, he's not. It's okay. definitely okay. not. It's definitely this white guy and definitely not Parliament Funk. Oh, okay. <laughs> <At> all. <laughs> definitely born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> Um, he did well, the mu- the music for Austin Powers, though. <laughs> okay, I mean, the second. But, okay, okay, but while I was watching the movie, I had like the George Clinton in my mind. Like, oh you know, yeah, like, I did too. When I saw it, I was like, "Why is there an S?" <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Is that not the Parliament Funk All Stars one?" Oh, he's in. A, he did the music for this movie called Brain Scan. Oh, I think. Did you tell me about this? It's like I Edward so. Furlong's in it. It's on the list. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I can't remember that many songs off the top of my head. I know we got some old school Third Eye Blind. We sure fun. did. Semi Charm um, Kind of Life. And then um, Smash uh, Mouth. We got Smash Mouth. Yeah, we got some Smash Mouth. And I know there was something else where did i i there was a song that i wrote down um i wrote down two other ones was it that song i'm not an addict by k's choice it was in uh the trailer oh, um it was the song um it was a song that was playing during the car wash scene that oh. said i want what i want by yeah. christy yeah i wrote um, that one down too <laughs> i love it um so good and then um other than that i didn't really uh notice that much else i think that what i really like yeah i same here i had those four written down and i think after that it really became all about the instrumentals yeah and i really like the instrumentals it it feels very like noir but also like like florida it's hard Mm. to describe but it has that vibe it has the perfect vibe of the story but it kind of turns more instrumental towards the last half i don't hear any more songs I know it's been done before, but I do really love the idea of like, you know, of like a noir story taking place in like a tropical environment. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just like so ref- 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 refreshing. Like yeah, It is. Yeah. It's you cool. Know, um, I like it. Yeah, I do too. Cool. Alrighty. So let's get to the, the meat and taters. 
favorite Wait. scenes and lines. What do you what do you got? Oh my god. Okay, so um <laughs> I um Oh, so um, I, um, so I have to say, I thought it was very refreshing to see a movie that had an actual opening credits sequence. Yeah, it um, was good too. Like, um, you know, just, uh, it's just, oh, it's just so beautiful, and get all this wildlife shots of like Florida and like the Everglades. And there's like a shot that shows like um, the white birds that are the egret, just kind of like a flock oh. taking off in in mass. And I just thought it was really pretty. Um, it's so the opposite. I feel like what you actually would see if you were in Florida. Yeah, you it's would like just the nicest part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, and maybe you'd see the dead body floating in the Everglades <laughs> as you drive over on an airboat. I mean, if you're in the Everglades, they're probably guaranteed to see at least at least two or three. So <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that Florida is such a small state by comparison, and it has probably some of the densest like topography yeah. where you can essentially get lost in like, like this sham, uh, the sham, uh, what is it? Manhunt that they're doing with this, uh, this crime case that's happening now in real life where this guy's in like a nature preserve. I'm like, you're never going to find him. Even if it's yeah. a small area, like if you disappear in, in all the foliage and if an alligator eats you, then like you're kind of fucked. Like yeah. it's so easy to get lost and, yeah, it's just crazy that it's kind of like this Bermuda Triangle. It's like once yeah. you go in, you kind of, unless you know where you're going and you're on an airboat or something, I feel like you just don't come out. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird. Um, I, I and uh, I, I feel like you can't really comprehend just how vast, like the like 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 the Everglades are. I know. Like, I mean, it's just they're like they just expand for like you know like hundreds of miles i mean yeah. i mean it's in anyway um, cool. so i um so i got really excited about the prospect of um of um going to high school that was on the ocean um mm-hmm. and I, I i was wondering if this is a thing that um is really that is is actually great or if it just sounds great in my mind and if you actually went to high school on the ocean would it just be like a you know just like a pit of you know despair um (laughs) i think this was actually filmed at a real high school parts of it and i think coconut beach people from florida are like no that's not where it was but um Um, i think that i feel like if i went to if we went to school um a high school on water i feel like there would just be like this film where it started out as kind of like a sailing film i feel like you would have to be like rowing crew or like sailing like you just have all these nautical activities because there's no yeah. water, like swimming, diving. Like you would just be doing a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah, there is a college in Florida that I applied to called um, called Eckerd College, and it's like in St. Petersburg, Florida, and it's like right on like the bay. Oh, and, cool! Um, like they have like lots of like you know like boat stuff, and apparently it sounds really nice. So apparently, apparently, if you have a pet, you can like bring it to like campus. Oh um, wow! Yeah, it sounds really nice. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, probably marine biology. Like that. Yeah, would probably yeah, do yeah. a lot of like marine biology. I would assume in class. Um. Yeah, I think there's. I think there's like lots of like nautical themes and. You know, I think they're like called the Tritons or something. Anyway, but um, <laughs> I'd be um, like, why can't we be the Ariels <laughs> or Ursulas? Ursula forever. Ursula forever. Um, 
I love when uh, and not, not love, but I um I appreciate the scene when um when uh when uh Kelly's mom calls Sam at work and was just like she's she's not at school um and Sam's just like okay and then she's and then Kelly's mom just like goes on this right like you know you think you're you know you you think you're you think you're hot shit because you've gotten all this ass and you should just go back to what you're good at sam you know <laughs> it was like He's a, like i'm trying <laughs> yeah. but, but i'm gonna rob your money first <laughs> i'm gonna rob you of eight and a half million dollars how much was that in 98 i need to look this up oh gosh i, I feel know. like that's a lot like um uh, <laughs> seems like a lot and then when Kelly's when Kelly tells her mom about the um, like sh- shortly before she tells her mom about the rape um, that didn't happen, um, ha- uh, how Kelly Kelly's mom said, "Do you want a Valium?" Um, <laughs> I know, right? Well, I was like, "Wow, that's fucking um, crazy." <laughs> and then um, I, I I know I should have seen seen this coming, but the fact that Kelly was in on it the entire time genuinely like shocked me. Like I didn't, I did not see it coming, like at all. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wow. Because okay. like for the first forty-five minutes, I was like, "What is this movie? Is it going to be like a crime story like the entire time?" Like, apparently, um, Kevin Bacon said that one thing that was really, um, really crazy about the script was that he said that all of them throughout filming had to kind of stop and like regroup into like, "Wait, what's actually happening?" Because <laughs> the the story, the the thing about the story, which is really interesting, which a lot of people don't talk enough about, and it gets overshadowed by like a very like less than thrilling threesome but Mm. it's a really complicated story that has a like so many twists yeah i I can't even think of a film i've seen where it literally is nothing like how it started at all we go through maybe four or five massive twists in the the story and even in the credits which are incredible when you kind of see what happened when you didn't see this one scene happen and you kind of fill everything in yeah, and it was like so so appreciated too, just because it filled in like all these gaps. Yeah, like, it was. It's so. I mean, I'm hoping that us talking about this and getting people to kind of revisit it and look at it in a new way, because this film is a lot more than what people are kind of led to believe. It yeah, is. it's worth watching, even if you think, oh, it's like a trashy whatever movie. And Kevin Bacon actually also said this was the trashiest thing he'd ever read. But I love yeah. that he decided <laughs> to produce it. And be in it. Like I love that he thought it was trashy when he read it, and then he but he decided to like produce it and be in it, which is really yeah. great. Um, and oh, then- and also, hold on, eight and a half million dollars now is worth fourteen point two million. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah. Um, I love. How shortly before the threesome begins, how they're on the hotel room, and Sam turns to both of them and says, "After tonight, the three of us are not to be seen together again." And I was like, "Oh God, it's beginning." And then they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, Later on, they are. Um, and I feel like I need to start getting out of pools like Denise, 
Richards does because I have just been doing it wrong my entire life. Like, (laughs) oh my god, I know, right? If I looked like Denise Richards or like and or Megan Fox, it would be over. It would be over for everyone. I mean, it's possible she wasn't trying to be sexy at all. She was just getting out out of a pool, and they slowed it down. Yeah, they just literally (laughs) slowed it down, crazy, like crazy slowed it down. But I know. Hey, also, what's really funny? I'm gonna have to find this clip and send it to you when she was on real housewives i think she was on two seasons but maybe it was one they were on some girls trip somewhere and they literally told her to do wild things they were like denise get in the pool come out and she did it exactly perfectly like it was so great i was like oh my god i love denise richards yeah she literally did that and she did it like coming out of the like ocean too like oh, she oh walked out of the ocean. She was like sauntering and she looks incredible. Like she still has an amazing figure. Like she still looks the same. She looks like she's yeah. probably like 10 years older, but this was like a long time ago. She looks so good. But yeah, they were like, oh my God. Like all the women were so <laughs> excited. I'm going to try to find the clip. Okay. It's really good now that you've seen wild things. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Um, and this is just a small thing that's sort of like stuck in my craw. But there is a point when like, uh, when like Sam is talking with like the high school principal and the principal's like showing him his fishing pictures and like Sam says, Oh, that's a barracuda. You can't eat the, you can't eat it. It's poisonous. A barracuda is not poisonous. Yeah. I was wondering, it, is that true? <laughs> no, it's not true at all. It doesn't taste good, but it's like, not, you're not going to die. So like, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what I was um, wondering. I was like, wait, do people eat barracuda? Is that a delicacy or? I, 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 I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like good, like eating fish. I think people like fish for it because they like put up a like really big fight, you know, and oh, they like okay. sort of enjoy the, like the, like the, the fight to, you know, win it. Um, oh, okay. And then, um, oh, and then um, I also have to say, I uh, was also really happy to see a, a cameo by uh, Carrie Snodgrass who played um, Susie's grand mother and she who was she? she uh she played Susie's grandmother in the movie and um she was nominated for an for an Oscar for a great movie called Diary of a Mad Housewife which is oh. about a housewife that uh, I think it was like back in the early 70s but it's about a housewife who has a very demanding husband and children and just kind of like loses her mind oh <laughs> it's wow yeah oh, nice yeah yeah cool Sweet. Do you have any quotes? Um, I don't think I wrote a lot down. Oh, good. Okay, I have a few. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I have a few. I have a few more notes. My my first note was ah, Florida again. <laughs> if you didn't know, our last episode was on bully. Yeah. Uh, so we were deep in Florida. So I was like, oh wow, okay, we're deep in Florida again. My first great quote is when. They're sitting in the auditorium and the student like goes to pull at Denise Richards collar and she's like, fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally, I think the first thing that's even said in the film, I, I'm pretty sure that's the opening. I wrote, oh my gosh, ha, huh, why is Matt Dillon so hot? I just have a lot of questions. Like, is this high school? <laughs> like, it's a very weird... I was trying to figure out how old everyone was by looking around, but as Hollywood goes, everyone's like 10 years older than what they're playing. Yeah. So this feels very college-y, but I guess it's high school. I think, and I yeah. guess, yeah, I, right? I mean, you know, I mean, Gabrielle Carteris was, you know, almost 
50 when she played Andrea on 90210. Oh, Andrea. <laughs> uh, I watched a, a kind of dark history about that show, and I feel really, I feel really bad for her, but I also actually love her. Really? Be- yeah, because she actually is kind of a hero because she wanted, she's Jewish, and she wanted to wear the Star of David on the show, and they said no. They, really? they wouldn't allow her. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to send you this. I think it's on YouTube that they have um, someone upload. It was on Vice not too long ago. It's this amazing series called Dark Side of the 90s, which is like literally a, like, could you describe me any anymore? Like, I was like, yes, I'm all in. <laughs> um, so then she said, you know, she's like, well, this isn't fair because it's a religious, um, you know, it's like a religious piece of iconography. And the people in the show wear crosses. Yeah. So how come they're allowed to wear crosses and I can't wear this? So then she made a huge you know, deal of it at the network. And then she made, they made a rule after that, that no one could wear any religious iconography. So good for you. Uh, And she also um, made a huge point to hide her age. And a lot of reporters at the time were threatening to out her age. Oh, really? And yeah. And she had a really hard time of it because she was saying, you know, this is going to kill my career. Like I really cannot tell anyone that I'm way older than all these people, you know, playing all these different people. And she just got it really bad. Yeah. She got it really bad through through the media. Like you kind of see how the media is real shit back mm-hmm. then when they no one had an outlet to really say what they felt. Um, so yeah, it's good. I'll send it to you. But um, okay. she was quite she was quite old. <laughs> so, <laughs> they all were though. I mean, I think yeah. like Jason Priestley looked kind of old too. I feel like he never looked all that young. It's only the ones who like Tori Spelling was like actually sixteen. I think. Oh, okay. And David, like they look yeah. really young. They look like high schoolers. Everyone else looked like they could be in college for sure. Oh yeah. god, I'm watching Melrose Place. Um, oh, you are. Yeah. Well, I'm on episode three, and I'm 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 starting to feel like I'm about to get into it. <laughs> like okay. I can feel it, and I'm like, I need to finish Homeland first before I like dive in this might be my fall show i'm gonna have to make this my fall show and then my winter show i think i'm gonna start game of thrones okay cool because i'm Um, yeah it just seems like a winter type show it's um it's it's melrose place is weird because it's sort of the um the place where like the last episode last season ends is totally different from where it starts so nice you know you're sort of like led to really oh it's this nice little complex where all these hip and diverse people live and Mm -hmm. you know it's everyone's nice and they're friends and then and then heather locklear comes in and all hell breaks loose nice yeah she hasn't come in yet so i'm kind of waiting i'm like when does she come in i can't wait um okay so then i wrote this they have a sex crimes like it's weird that they have the auditor like the assembly in the beginning is like so we're here to talk about sexual harassment and you know uh sexual assault and we have these two sex crimes police coming here and the whole crowd is like boo boo and there was that one kid who was so obnoxious yeah he was like sex like when they wrote it on the board, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "They're just trying to keep you out of jail, dude." Like, yeah, right. Like honestly, like, they are. I don't. This is like way ahead of its time because they should be doing this now. They should have been doing yeah. this the whole time. And I love how when they leave, and, and I think it's like um, Duquette, who's Kevin Bacon, and I forgot the lady cop's name. Gloria? Uh, is it Gloria? I think it's Gloria. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I love that she's like. She sees the, she sees like Sam Lombardo. I keep wanting to call him Lombardi, but it's Lombardo. But he goes up to talk to everybody. And then she's like, he's hot. I'd do him. (laughs) She's like like the cop. I love it. I love that. She's like, I'd do him. 
Um, so then I also think it's kind of strange that he takes an air. This is Lombardo now. He takes an airboat out on the weekend just to feed gators. Like, I guess that's how he unwinds. Yeah, if anyone yeah. out there lives in Florida, is this a thing? Like, maybe this is a thing that we don't get. Uh, yeah. I'd be terrified to go out on an airboat by myself uh, feeding gators. And, like, I just would think I would never come back. But, you know, who the um, hell knows? Yeah, I um, I can, like, see it I, I i can see the narrative being you know charles charles you know began for what he thought would be a day of fun but soon he would find it was a day of hell you know? <laughs> yeah right you know and you know i can see my boat breaking down and having to fight my way to shore and having no to satellite cotton. no satellite phone i'm not gonna know what happens on the next episode of the walking dead and i'm going to just be in a mood <laughs> <laughs> in a mood i am not gonna be happy but you know what does make me happy hot girls washing a car soaking wet because that was my first favorite scene uh car washes are hot people uh, except yeah. when you actually do them because they are not fun at all <laughs> like, to actually do them um they're so not fun but but yeah i love the car wash scene i mean if i look like denise richards yet again or even the other girl that's in it i would i would be washing cars like all day all night like yeah. i totally would i love how you see her like she tells the friend like um yeah go and she's like yeah. but how are you gonna get a ride she's like get out get out now <laughs> and then i love how you don't see what happens inside and then she runs out and then i was like so wait why did she run out with a torn shirt as if we saw her like why did yeah. you run out of the house because like no one saw you are you doing it for the neighbors to see you like run and why would you not scream when you're running out of the house like oh my god he totally assaulted me there's yeah. like little kids out there and there was a guy like washing his car or like cutting his grass or something was out there too i thought that was kind of weird she's like running out i was like okay i guess it has to look good <laughs> one of um, my other <laughs> oh what oh well i i was i was gonna say i think that denise richards can pull off the i'm soaking wet and i you know and i need a ride look but I feel like if I were to do that, it wouldn't come off as sexy. <laughs> Me either. It would not be hot at all. Like, like at all. I would just be like, <coughs> um, hey, um, I need a ride. <laughs> it just would not work. Hey, like, Mr. Lombardo. Um. <laughs> and he's like, uh, take the keys. <laughs> just leave the car at school. I, I don't need to drive you. I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> just like turns and closes the door. Um, so my one of my other favorite quotes is when uh Kelly's at her at her house and she's talking to her mom. I also love when her mom in the beginning like she gets dropped off at the house and she's there in like a robe and a bikini and she's like, "Hey Sam, you want to come up for a drink?" And there's like another student in the car. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Um, she's not alone." And then she's like, "Yeah, that's my mom." And of course we find out later that they know each other, but of course she's like, "Hey, you want to come up for a drink?" I'm like, "It's like 3 in the afternoon." <laughs> like, <laughs> she's driving your daughter over to school. It's really weird. So she says like, "We find out that the dad uh committed suicide." And she's like, she uh, kelly goes um i miss dad and the, and the mom's like no you don't i mean he didn't have to kill himself <laughs> like <laughs> as if like she's just like i don't really miss him but you know whatever i guess she got all this money from it so she's fine and then yeah. oh god when that fucking pool boy runs sam off the road oh in yeah. the jeep oh i was terrified that was a little like i know what you did last summer 
yeah, vibe I, there. I love how he threatens him again in like his lawyer's office with his lawyer like right there. I was like, what I are know. you doing? I know. <laughs> like, it's like, this is not, yeah, no. I also wrote, I kind of love Susie's trailer. Yeah. Uh, I love the vibe. It's really cool. I'm like, I would totally live in like an Airstream trailer. I don't know what the big deal is why we're so down on trailers like they're mobile and if in a climate emergency they're probably going to be better off than every one of us so yeah i don't really get why everyone like knocked i would buy an airstream trailer in a second yeah like it would be a great thing to have honestly with the way the world's going um and then of course we get the famous uh no little girl can make me come which that's was yes. not prepared for that at all not prepared for that and apparently that was the calling card to connect the rapes like i see because he said the same thing to Susie a year before when her right. alleged rape happened so that's supposed to be like he says the same thing all the time so that's what they were supposed to say and i was like but then i think denise rich or kelly says no little bitch instead of no little girl Oh, so those right. were actually two different things. Yeah. I wrote uh, Robert Wagner always seems shady since Natalie Wood, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, second favorite scene is the court scene where we find out that Kelly knew that Sam was banging her mom. And, uh, and of course, Susie like kind of breaks on the stand and she's like, okay, he didn't do anything to me and he didn't rape her either. He she found out that he was banging her mom, and that's why. And then she's like, "You skanky bitch!" <laughs> she like throws this glass, like Denise Richard or Kelly throws this glass at Susie on the stand, and I was like, "Yes, this movie is so good." Yeah, like, no, like, why? like I, I mean, I, I, I have to say, like, it, it truly is like a original story. Like, I, I, I didn't. I was like, I didn't know what what was happening. Like, yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, and I love so much that when we when we get to when we get that scene where she's wearing those amazing plaid pants, and we find out that it's a lie, and then of course we find out now that Mr. Lombardo gets a settlement, which we don't find out until a little bit later how much it is, because uh, it was a lie, and his was name is dragged through the mud when she's at school and he's moving out with this awesome outfit. I love that she's like she she's like fuck you, and then she's like my mom is breaking my trust, so she can. Pay Hey, you, I am so upset. I was like, this is great. I was like, this is so great. She's breaking her trust to pay him. And then, of course, we get the, you know, at the motel, which is an amazing, like, seedy, shady motel. Reminds me of, like, True Blood. Yeah. Reminds me of, like, the vibe of the show True Blood in, like, Louisiana. Like, really swampy, like, sexy, hot, like, cool neon lights. Yeah, you can tell the air is just, like, super thick thick and dense and super like, thick yeah i yeah. love it and yeah. yeah it's just it's really great i love the way they make it look and then then we get to the motel and i wrote whoa eight and a half million yeah Shit, that's <laughs> way more than i thought i thought yeah. they were gonna say like half a million or like 700 grand or something like that's a lot that's yeah a ton of money um so then we of course we get the famous line of after the three of us none of us can be seen again okay so i wrote how come in movie threesomes the guys are always directing what they want the girls to do. This always bothers me. Yeah, I mean, it's probably made by people who have never been in a threesome b- before. So, or a man. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah, probably both. One, if not both. Because yeah. I just wrote this too, that I think this film would have been so good if it was directed by a woman. Yeah. I no, feel like we would have gotten like a multi-layer... Uh, more of a multi-layered story and we probably would have understood more about the women i feel like we didn't really get a lot of backstory on kelly 
so much. Like mm-hmm. we just got a whole lot of like, oh, like seed. Like there was a lot of story going on and not much character development. I guess. Yeah. I don't think the other films are like this because obviously, like people die. I think everyone's I dead see. except for like uh, Does, Beth Campbell. Right? Do you know if any of the original cast returns? I don't think the, so. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Let me see. Okay, Wild Things Two. No, Wild Things Two has Susan Ward, Layla Arcieri, and Isaiah Washington. So no. Okay. And they're all like straight to straight to DVD. Well. Yeah, nothing to do. I don't even think anything to do like any characters or anything like that. It's all just completely like new thing. Um, I wrote, this was the biggest blue balls threesome ever. Cause it was like, just as I was getting good, it was like fade out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then the title of the episode is going to be when Denise Richards is getting out of the pool and then Kevin Bacon like slowly walks up and he goes, nice stroke. <laughs> love it. I love it. Love the double entendre. Love it. And then of course, okay. So now Duquette who's bacon he kind of figures out that like something weird is going on and he's Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, this is kind of sketchy. So not only does he like break every rule that a police officer would do, he like follows her and is in the bushes with like a video camera trying to follow Kelly and trying to get Kelly and Susie, like trying to figure out if like there's something going on. Yeah. So he's hiding in the bushes and like taping, taping them because now Susie is really worried because Susie's like kind of the trashy one, like the trailer trash one, you know, mm-hmm. like she doesn't have any money and she kind of is feeling paranoid that she's going to get cut out of this deal because apparently they're going to split this three ways. This yeah. is all like a plan, you know? And of course, Kevin Bacon shows up at her house and we find out that there was a murder a year before. And because Nev Campbell, I keep messing up their names, but because Susie was there, she saw what happened and Duquette busted her for drugs, sent her to jail for like six months. So essentially they know each other and he's put into her head like, yo, you know that they're going to cover for each other and you're just trash and they're going to probably get rid of you or they'll never give you the money or they'll disappear or something. So she's like really paranoid. So she goes over to Kelly's house and she's just freaking out. She's like, the cop came. Oh my God, they know something. They call up Sam and Sam's like, tell that bitch to fucking calm down. She's going to ruin it for everyone. (laughs) And then of course, that like scene when they're both on the phone with him is like really great. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. I love it. And I think at one point, uh, Kelly calls Susie a cunt or yeah. no, maybe, maybe he does. Someone does, which I thought was really funny. And I wrote pool fight. <laughs> <laughs> they just like slap each other, keep slapping each other. Then they just start making out. And of course the cop is like in the bushes the whole time. And he's like, <sighs> there is, there's also like some casual drowning going on where yeah, like think, drowning like, <laughs> and like making out at the same time. Uh, again, a second scene from the threesome. Yeah. We've departed the the motel and Matt Dillon is not involved in this scene, which is really funny. And of course, Nev Campbell wrote like, it was fun kissing Denise <laughs> like in, a, in an interview, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Um, so yeah, then they, so then there's a scene where after that, they lure Susie out to the swamp and beach party beach party i love that like yeah because you don't actually see what happens to her yeah like you kind of see the aftermath but you don't really see exactly what happens to her but i mean for where was all that blood coming from if he didn't really kill her well i'm well i mean i guess we find out later that 
she I, I, I was wondering if it came when she was pulling her own teeth out oh maybe can they tell the difference between like blood from your mouth and blood from sure. your body yeah i wonder if they I, can. um um i'm i i um i don't know i think blood is just blood but I yeah could be wrong. maybe yeah i wonder that's true, yeah, because they and then she they, they find her teeth and stuff there. It's how they like I Yeah, her. yeah. And of course, uh Sam is there and they're together again. I was like, guys, thought we weren't doing this again. <laughs> you guys are all together again. It's kind of a problem. Um, so then of course, like she it's like just a it's a fucking mess. I love also that Kelly somehow randomly gets killed by Kevin Bacon. <laughs> like in this unknown scuffle that we don't see, we just hear like five shots. Yeah. You eventually get kind of figured out, like to see that, like, so now they're all like it's really funny that now now Sam is is essentially like scot-free. And we're yeah. like, oh damn, so he just gets to keep all this money. And that's when he goes up into his little beach club, like, you know, bungalow cabana. And I wrote, whoop, full frontal bacon. <laughs> um, so and then hot it, dog. It, hot dog. They seemed very cozy. Yes. I right? Like that it, tension of that scene. I, um, I, I, it wouldn't have surprised me if they had like kissed or done something at that point, Yeah, but I, but I, 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 I feel like I would have been okay if they did, but I felt like not doing it also like left something unresolved between them at the same time. I don't know. Which would have been somewhat resolved if they were both in the shower. Exactly. Couldn't exactly. we not, couldn't we have skipped Matt Damon Matt Damon Matt Dillon sitting on the beach when he's like reading or whatever he's doing and then he walks into the bungalow. The best part of that would have been to take the camera, maybe do like a location establishing shot of this bungalow and then maybe take a camera track and put it into the room and then we just see this fuzzy thing and then we see them both come out of the door. Yeah. Hire cool. me, Hollywood. I would recut <laughs> this. This would be a total. That's how I would do it. We didn't need to see him on the beach. That didn't really mean anything. And of course, he's like spending money because he has to spend money because he got all this money now. Yeah. And he buys that big boat. And I was like, this turned into like a boat, like a kind of boat porn. <laughs> like yeah. it was a whole <laughs> lot of like boaty terms, like starboard and like wrench thing and like they're i'm like why are we talking about this sailboat as if all of us know what this means like this um, is really weird <laughs> i i actually had to look it up at some point um because i know that like in like boat language like you can't just say oh i saw something off to the left like you no. know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, pull you know, that you... that rope over there that's connected to that like big sail <laughs> Yeah, can you like attach the thing to 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 the to the to the and the um, crank? Can you crank that thing around? Like, <laughs> you know, wheel it around. Like, I thought that was really funny, and I also love that whole double cross on the boat, and we see Susie in like a terrible shake and go wig, <laughs> like a yeah. terrible blonde wig. Then we find out, whoa, they're in on it, and at that moment, you see that like. I think you really see that Sam really loved Kelly and his plan was to get rid of everyone but Kelly. Yeah. But it seems like uh, Duquette kind of fucked it up by killing her because he's like, what the fuck? You didn't have to kill Kelly. He's like, she came at me with a gun. I'm like, she actually didn't, but, you know, we'll find that out later. But I was just like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Like, that's why he killed her because he wanted Sam all to himself. I know. So I they know. They sailed the fucking seven seas. Like, that's really, really like what happened. So of course, when when you see Susie 
is on the boat and you see that like you know he's knocked kevin bacon off and they like you know fucking shoot him with the the harpoon or whatever and he's gone and you see this kind of glimmer in sam's eye like fuck i'm stuck with you like (laughs) i didn't really want you (laughs) like i kind of didn't want you and of course in true uh noir fashion she fucking poisons his drink, which I love. And yes. she's like, I bet you are only good with like multiple choice questions because you're a fucking idiot. Here's <laughs> a multiple choice for you. I was like, yeah, she's turning into the scream guy on the phone. I love it. <laughs> she's literally like making him guess uh, how he's like going to die, essentially. Um, and yeah, then she poisons him. And I love how she's like, I want to drive the boat. And you see her like driving off and you see like, Ooh, Susie wins. I guess like she's the one who actually wins this whole thing. Yeah. And I wrote, yeah. Right. Final girl, Sydney Prescott yet again. Yeah. (laughs) Nev Campbell is always the final girl. And you find out that she set the whole thing up and Bill Murray helped her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really fucking cool. And not to set up, but she was like a mastermind of of like a whole thing, the entire, the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, which, which which I thought was super cool. Again, I did not see that coming. So. Did not see it coming when the lady cop, Gloria, goes back to, like, the alligator farm slash trailer park to find out more information. And then we get this backstory of the fact that, like, Susie and Sandra are half-sisters. Oh, are they? I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Susie and Sandra are half-sisters because... I forgot, like, it was a real. it's one of those weird things where, you know when someone tells you that they're, like, they're two titles in a family? Uh-huh. Like, they're a niece, but they're also a cousin, something like that, and you try to work out in your head, like, wait, if your brother is this person and they married that, okay, that makes you the step. Yeah. It's like that. It's one of those I things. See. I so, see. technically, Susie and Sandra are half-sisters, which means that Kelly is Susie's niece, which means she oh. had a threesome with her niece. another level that we did not see coming at all and she has like a 200 plus iq she's like incredibly smart um i think uh the lady cops like poking around and talks to that guy walter who is i think the son of the Uh she's not really the grandmother she's not really Susie's grandmother but uh she says like he says oh yeah Susie, yeah i know her no one knew what to do with her because she tested really high like over 200 like she's a genius she just you know we shouldn't know what to do like no one knew what to do with her so this is what you do you figure out a way to scheme to get the fuck out of your town (laughs) and move to like wherever they were like cayman islands or somewhere where you can't be traced which i thought was really funny that i love it i was wondering how she was gonna get the money i was like wait sam's dead how is she gonna get the money like when she was sailing off but then of course they answered it when you see bill murray and you get the amazing the credits are my other favorite part yeah was that i love how it explains everything and i love how denise richards like lures matt damon with like a coke bag like yeah. at the restaurant <laughs> and he's she's like shaking it and he's like uh okay i guess a little taste and then of course like Susie's in the bushes like taking photos of them hooking up so that was really <laughs> yeah. funny like there's just a, there are a lot of layers to this story i i definitely encourage people to go watch wild things because it's really good and i think at an maybe with like a more mature eye you'll probably understand the story better than when we were like yeah. 15 and trying to be like oh this is weird but now i'm, it's I'm so good. grown up <laughs> yeah right i watched a threesome <laughs> i am so grown up you know <laughs> meanwhile now we have like showtimes so like this is nothing yes you know like but, but back in the day this was a very like even basic instinct was like racier than this 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? Oh, God, Michael Douglas. Oh, too much Michael Douglas ass for a long time. We've had our fill. We don't even get like a like a a butt shot of Matt Dillon. The women they, got nothing in this. They we literally got Kevin Bacon. They could have at least tried. Like right, I mean, like in a misty shower. We didn't even get him topless. I, I not really a just, tank top. It's just Ooh. not there. It's not right. Yeah, God. a woman. Just like Catherine Bigelow, <laughs> yeah. when she did Point Break, she would have given us the goods. Yeah. <laughs> Petition for Catherine Bigelow to redo Wild Things. <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it up. We'll put up a poll on like change.org <laughs> and she has to do it. So yeah, um, any final thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, so I, um, I, um, I, I just went into this being completely blind and um, I was expecting it to be trashy, but I wasn't expecting to really like it. <laughs> so, right. Um, so um, I'm glad that I had a chance to, to watch it. So, I'm yeah. glad we got to explore the seedy underworld of swamps, <laughs> Everglades, threesomes, and hot motels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is a nice little, I guess, jump start into October. Woohoo! So we covered crime. We covered like sexy crime, which we were, we are going to, get into uh next month on the pod so yeah i'm excited this has been fun as always follow us on all the things it's in the notes check out letterbox maybe i'll put all the scary movies in a letterbox list and they'll just be a whole bunch of will be in there and then you'll see like which ones we'll do but i'm i think i'm gonna announce all of them so people have a chance to watch them so they can you know catch up in time yeah so yeah, um, as always, leave us a re- review. I forgot to mention in the beginning, if you're on listening on Apple, leave us five stars, tell your friends, sign up on Patreon, do all that fun stuff. It's been rad. And yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.